the icon. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Shortcut. Ugh. Oh, yeah, it's recording like now. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the thing. There's, there's, <laughs> it's all about it's all about cold opens. It's all about uh. It's cold open. You straight up literally just started recording <laughs> well, yeah, the second you opened we'll the program. See, and I'll, what I'll do is that I'll decide when to start it later on, and I'll just be like, yeah, that's... that's oh, so you're just going to fix it all in post. No. <laughs> <laughs> I figured the, po- the post things I'll do is if you say a racial slur, I'll bleep it out. Um, <laughs> Better start copying and pasting, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I... Oh, that might be something to look into in the future. <laughs> oh, here, I just gotta. That should be fine. And I and I'll like do I I very limited. Uh, Bolt. <laughs> very, very limited uh, experience in audio editing, so I'll just make sure it's listenable and doesn't I, like. Yeah, I have basic audio editing, and I've googled how to solve problems, and they've come up, but I've never like professionally edited audio to like a real podcast degree. No, there are, not, that's like not what of, this is. There's like a lot that's of default settings is. that like even like literally Google and they'll be like, just drag these three things on it and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> and then some are like, on. some are like super easy. Just drag these on. Be sure to adjust the wavelengths for whatever you want. It's like, no, 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 no. You it's said like, easy. If you put a customization <laughs> in here, that's not easy anymore. It's like you're going up the, you're going up the premise that I think of audio in a visual sense. Well, that's, <laughs> you're like, see, this is just. All you have to do is toggle these things with this bar, and I'm like, "What does a bar mean?" Yeah, they're, like, they're like, "Just, just adjust the gain setting, but counter it with the static balance or whatever." And you're like, "Huh? What, what is gain?" They're like, "Just play with all these." Literally, it, uh, there's like one. I've read, it's like months ago. I was watching one, and it was uh, like it was like one of the settings on I think um, Final Cut or whatever, like one of their advanced audios. I had like eight different like twisty knob digital things yeah. and they're like these are the settings i use but play around with it and get your own and it's like no 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 hold on the, that is a disaster and the worst happen. part is is i like play around with it and i'm like i think that sounds good to me and then i'll go and then i would have deluded myself into thinking it sounds good because yeah. i'll go listen to something else yep unrelated and, and i'll be like oh wait it. man now now i realize how bad it sounded well, and that's yeah that's the thing you listen to actually a good audio and then you come back and you're like yeah mine's fine and then it sounds like it's recorded in like a closet and you're like whoa how did we get here that's it the same thing i do with design is i i like do something and then i'll be staring at it so long that i completely lose reference for what is good and then i'll close it and then i'll open up like pinterest or whatever and i'll be looking at stuff and i have to look at it alongside actual design <laughs> otherwise it'll just be like oh man this is horrendous and i didn't even realize it yeah i never my school was all about like film production like using the cameras and it wasn't uh, like any script of the writing but yeah. it was very minimal post-production like they were like teaching you j cuts l cuts which is just like the audio covering like like the audio. That's where all the jobs are. But that's thing. It's like the audio. Like if the clip ends here, the audio carries through to the next shot, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like basic stuff. Um, but then my job, like I have clients, and yeah, we don't market ourselves as like high end graphic design. But also, it's like they want little things, and sometimes I have to get creative. So I literally, I I get a really weird fix for my most recent project where I made like glitter things for things to appear, but I had deluded (laughs) myself because I was like, oh, this is a really clever solution, and I think it looks pretty good. And then when I went back to it, because my 
not my boss technically, but he kind of acts like he is. Your overlord? Kind of. Uh, he was like, he's like, hey, we need to spruce up the website. Send us your most recent projects. And I was like, all right. And I sent it. But as I was rewatching, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I would not air this on TV if it were me. I would probably keep this to like a localized website where no one else is going to see it. You have to hit that like really delicate middle ground of I can't, can't be overconfident in anything I make. But also, you have to be confident in everything you make, or else you'll never make anything. <laughs> the, it's the perfectionist uh, issue, where you're like, at some point, you have to realize like your trying hard is better than most people's good enough, or you just have to assume it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is our this is our uh, uh, business business and politics podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> I know you were talking about getting you got in you're getting into NFTs. So let's talk about let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. If I, I I would make a joke, but I lo- I like literally know nothing about NFTs. So <laughs> they apparently suck, uh, I, and they. I know what art. it stands for. I, I I understand it enough to to. Yeah, I understand it. Enough I understand it, it enough that if I read an article, I can get sixty percent of what it's saying about <laughs> NFTs, and that's about it. No, I, I, it's, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that I don't have enough money, and I've never had enough money to even be legitimately interested. The secret is, unless you're trying to scam the system to make money off NFTs... No, that's the, the secret, key! The secret is, you just listen to the general public response, and when the general public is like, God, these suck, then you're like, I don't need to care about this, because no one wants this anymore. Scamming is great. Scamming is, scamming is such a good career path. And this is why it's the business and politics <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I tell you, all the be- all the greatest people in history were scammers. No, that's true. Name one can't. Anyway, <laughs> well, given a, a 0.2 second response time, yeah, you're right. I literally name a person. Uh, God, I forgot all the people. Huge scammer. Um, uh, whoever founded Dave and Buster's. Probably Dave and or Buster. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait, this is actually worth a, a Google real quick. Who, who founded Dave and Buster? Hold on. I, I do want to know if it's a Dave or a Buster, because I'll be kind of cheated you know, if it's not. ironic, because the only person I can think of who is not a scammer in history was Dave McBuster. Um, well, we do have Dave Corvau, Corvu. And then his partner James W. Corley. So I don't know where oh, the, I don't know where the yeah, Buster Nick, comes nickname in. Nickname Buster. Maybe Buster's not a real name, right? It's, it's, I mean, Buster would be a nickname, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James W. Buster Corley. Buster. God, I wonder. Getting the nickname Buster, whether you're proud of it, really depends what age you got it. Because that the David Buster's is a perfect example of like a great format for a business is you just have something just literally anything and then you add booze right because that's they, they, no, they, no, they do you, drinks at not even, Buster, you don't right? even think of that complicated if you just added booze then it wouldn't be kid centric and half the reason is it Dave Buster's no way is Dave Buster's David Buster's is arcade and food yeah but it's all like bachelor parties and no, stuff, no, no, right? no 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 the only time I ever went to Dave and Buster's was when I was a kid and I would drag my family to go because they had arcade games mm. like the Jurassic Park shooter which is still the best thing I had it my uh my friend held a 20 what did, what did I just turn 24 so yeah his 24th birthday party at a Airbnb that was decked out like with all of this super cool stuff and arcade games pool uh themed rooms um multiple game systems it was that awesome rules a movie theater room too um and 
they had the uh, OG Jurassic Park like shooter that you'd find in the Dave and Buster's. Yes, and, Wait, but the... unlimited tokens because they aren't charging oh, you because you oh, rented course. the place, and it was super super cool. Um, you probably it's... got farther in that game than oh any, yeah any little kid has ever gotten. As a kid, I think I only got there's like three arcs or whatever, and I think I only got like at the longest I got through arc one, and then that was it because I was like, yeah, I beat the boss. That's that's good enough for me. Um, it's far too expensive to actually play. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is really. I always assumed Dave and Buster was like adult Chuck E. Cheese's to where, it, but in one sense, but on the other way, it's like uh, parents will go there, bring their kids there because kids will play the games, and then parents will just drink. Well, that's the thing. There's the bar if you're an adult. But it's like more parent centric. I yeah. thought it was more adult centric. I, I think it leans towards kid-centric, but obviously an adult can play the arcade games. Maybe that's just what my parents told me, so we went, we didn't go there. It's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. My parents were like, oh, that's an adult play. Like, they, I feel like they kind of, maybe I'm completely off, but I remember it being treated almost like a, like a strip club or something. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like an adult an adult entertainment no. facility. And no, I'm no, like, no, oh. No, it's, it's a restaurant at the very front because they want to entice you to eat first so you spend mm. more money. Mm-hmm. The food is not quite up to par for the prices. Mm, um, good, there good. Is David a, Buster's review. There is a bar that is in the middle of the arcade and the restaurant portion so you can get drinks either side. And then, of course, you have Jeez. the arcade on the back end and then the little gift shop that has like absolute garbage unless you somehow collected like uh, like a million tokens and then you can get buy, the Wii like, U. You can get like, like a Wii U or something. <laughs> And it's like, I don't think, the amount of money you'd spend to get those tokens, unless you somehow were cheating one of the games, would cost like three Wii U's worth of money. Yes, yeah. I mean, you could probably, yeah, occasionally, I I feel like the way you get a Wii U is either A, you spend an ungodly amount of money, or B, you find a broken machine. Yeah. Or you beat up like 12 little kids. The best era, um, and I'm sure like ecologically this was horrible for the environment but the best era was not nowadays where they you just have like a card and it's like all your, the physical all, tickets it's like all your points stay on the card and like if you have carryover you just keep the card somewhere refill it next time and then boom um it's the physical tickets or i think was it Chuck E. cheese who had tokens at some point I, yeah no they had gold, i remember like physical you, tokens you didn't win tokens though you use the tokens to, to play like a classic arcade. Yeah, but you'd Chuck hang on to the excess because you'd always end up. Yeah, because you can. You come would back. always end up with like every game costs like four tokens. You had like three in your hand. And you're like, I'm not paying ten bucks to get one exactly. more game. And so you just keep them and pocket them for next time. I. I but that was the best era. Collected those. My my parents were like, Yeah, you save them for next time. You know, there's a big like saving money for next time. So I was like, I'll save them for next time. Save and then the I tickets, just yeah. never went back to Chuck E. Cheese. So if I'm pretty sure I have some tokens. If you were just trash at all the games and you were like, <laughs> I could buy this little plastic spider ring that I'm, I'm never going to wear or nothing else, then you're like, let's hang on to these for next time. And then you wait eight months for the next time you go and then you forget the tickets and then you add them back to the collection the next You know time. your childhood was good when you go to Chuck E. Cheese's and you're like, hmm, I'm going to see how frugal I can be <laughs> with, my, with my fake made up money. I'm only going to get these like four spider rings and a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> and also, a kid's patience is extremely tested to the point where you literally get, like, one tier above, like, the stuff in the glass case. Because that's the garbage where it's, like, 25-cent gumballs the or only stuff I was ever good enough to But get. then, if you saved up and you played a lot, then you get to the one tier above where they're like, you can get this, like, foam $5 target, like foam sword or yeah, whatever but yeah. at that point if you're a kid at that point you've been saving like your last three trips to get this and you're like 
I'm I'm done. I'm not. I'm never gonna reach forty thousand tickets. I'll just take the foam sword. Yeah, exactly. I'll take the foam sword and then I'll buy like thirty laffy taffy. Oh my god, yeah, because it, it's too much to everything else. But we're, I actually worked at an arcade. I worked at an arcade, when? and uh, when I was I was living at my parents' house during when I was in college. Oh. And during the summer, and I worked at this arcade and uh, up in Tennessee. And Tennessee, there they don't have casinos, I don't think. So you get a weird grouping of people. You get kids coming in, and then you also get like adults who come in because they need to get their fix on like gambling. <laughs> but it's just an arcade. Uh, so and the only thing, like the nicest things you can win, you can win like a like a sword, like an actual sword. Oh, but the biggest rad. things that go are these like little glass statues that you could probably buy from China for like three bucks. But these people would come in and like wipe the shelves of them because they go in and they spend like $200 to play like one machine. They're like gambling fiends. It was great. Nothing like Alibaba to stock up all of your <laughs> cheap kid toys. But, but, but I will say like there's, there's intentionally a discrepancy between the, the candy and the glass and like what's on the wall. Mm. Cause there's a limited amount of what's on the wall, but they buy, there's so much back stock of that candy. So what they want you to do is play a lot and then come with a bunch. Of, their their ultimate goal is to get to have these kids get enough tickets that they have to buy yeah. a ton of stuff in the glass, but yep. they can't buy that much on the wall. So there's a huge discrepancy. There's not any like in between like mid sized toys. All right, question for you: When you were a kid, um, yes. So there's in my mind in my mind there are three caliber of arcade games. There are the ones that are not fun, but they're guaranteed ticket hoarders. And so it's like your minimum prize would be like 15 tickets. I'm thinking like the one that's like a fish design. It's a big spinning wheel and all you do is pull the lever and you Those get are the ones you go to. But I'm saying you have the ones that are, you are guaranteed tickets, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're not fun. You have the ones that are an absolute blast, but even if you do well, you get, the you same only amount get of tickets like every time. six tickets. Yeah. Or you have the ones that I call like the uh, uh, intro to gambling addiction because <laughs> they're the ones like the spinning light that you have to try and land exactly on the hundred, otherwise you get nothing. That one's not even. I see. I say. I would say that one was more skill, but yeah, those are definitely gambling because they. It, there's no way that thing actually is. No. I was Fair. always the I was always the quick ticket guy. Yeah, I just, it was always the prize more than the fun for me. I should have learned from my parents. I should have learned, or even just older people, they would go ski ball, and I was like, "Why are you playing ski ball? You can't get that many tickets." You you go ski ball because it's like the fun game. Oh yeah, nowadays <laughs> if I had the choice, I'd pick ski ball over the 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 spinny wheel any day. But as a kid, I'm like, yeah, but if I do ski ball, I can't get the nerf sword, so I might oh as well get gosh. the spin the fish fifty times. I would pull out a fingernail to get a like a ski ball thing in my in, my, in a house oh like, my god it'd be so cool imagine having a ski ball room you're like this is my ski ball room <laughs> put on your headband ski ball is starting to do lose some stretches as a word all of a sudden ski ball ski ball ski ball ski ball they had a ski ball at the airbnb it was awesome That's uh but it sweet. also every 15 minutes would let out this obnoxious ring that <laughs> in like in an arcade you would not notice because everything's, yeah, there's, everything's making, noise making and the most obnoxious noises and yeah. you can't hear anything. But when it's just like a relatively quiet Airbnb with some friends and in the middle of the night you hear like dun 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 just ringing out through the hallways. Um, especially the nights people forgot to unplug it and it would just like ring at like 3 a.m. And you're like, oh my God, shut up, please. Airbnbs, man. I that That's crazy that that's a... It got as big as it did. I mean, it seems like such a bad idea. 
at the time, it's not surprising. You got a house for the price of a hotel, but now they're more expensive comparably than a lot of hotels. Well, I'm I'm just thinking like, has there been like an Airbnb serial killer? I'm sure there was. There has to have been. I I would be shocked. There's been so many like versions of one in fictional media that someone someone has emulated it (laughs) there's there has like there has to be i mean you i don't know what was that that's uh that's the cat at the door (laughs) it was the cat almost busted down the door and scared the the absolute (laughs) jump scare as we're talking about serial killers man can you imagine being in a house and somebody's trying to kill you (laughs) bam bam that cat concusses itself on the door i would love if that showed up in the audio there's maybe i'll no, I won't add anything in. It's in the death zone, so probably not. I'm but... too lazy. <laughs> oh man! Well, this is um, yeah, this is this is uh, this is a great room. I don't think we'll ever. I don't know if we'll consistently do this one place, but this room is so distracting. I've just been looking around at the walls the whole time. Well, I time. can guarantee you, <laughs> with the eventual move and the fact we signed a we're not coming back lease thing, out <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. we are not going to be in this room more I, than maybe once. Well, it's not the physical room; it's all the stuff in the room. Oh, like, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that might make a reappearance somewhere. There's a baby head on a lamp over there. This is a horrible bit for a podcast right now. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah, visual, visual, <laughs> gags. No idea. <laughs> No idea what time. I have whoa, an idea. Whoa, what are you doing with your hands? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, nobody used to tell you, but Nick's got his pants off. Look, he's more comfortable this it's way. It's crazy because he just doesn't have a groin. He just has a really low belly button. So now you can imagine that. You can imagine <laughs> just a really low, slightly long belly button. Oh, does it stretch the whole way? Oh my god. Uh, oh, that's, that's actually really upsetting. Yo, I just described a vagina kind of... <laughs> And we anyway. suddenly lost our children's <laughs> rating on this thing. Children's rating. There should be no... I, I, I don't know opinion, where the limit is on that. I have an opinion that nobody should be listening to this, but... Probably. It's okay. Anyway. So, um, Christmas is coming up. Mm, it's transition. crazy. Thank you. I'm just... Like, what's going on? I mean... I forgot... I realized this year that I really like Christmas. I feel like I've been in Christmas cheer denial... For a few years, really retroactively, like I'm looking back, and I'm thinking, man, I, I just like choosing not to be excited about Christmas. And I started hearing stuff on the radio before Thanksgiving, and I was like, you know, classic, roll your eyes. Mm. I kind of like Christmas. Christmas is nice. This year has been the first year where like there's been actual life responsibility around Christmas time. <laughs> so normally it's like, ah, I just got a paper or something. I'll knock that out at weekend, you know, back in college, and mm-hmm. then I'll go Christmas shopping. Yeah, balancing Christmas shopping no. has been exceptionally hard this year because it's like, I, I would scour Amazon or go to Walmart and just walk around the aisles, but God, I'm tired. And I Christmas can't... shopping sucks so hard. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. And then there's the fine line where I like, I like the, uh, like, hey, I know who you are kind of gifts where it's like, it's not on a list and it's just impulsive. And maybe it's not like, something you actually want, but at least it's like it puts a smile on your face. My family as a whole are typically like, just give me a list and we'll buy stuff off the list family, which is just goes against my very nature. Mm. And so some of our gift ideas are fun, but I'm like, God, I hope they wanted this or I hope they're going <laughs> to want this. Otherwise they're getting it no matter what. And they're going <laughs> to put that, they're going to put a smile they're, on They're going to get it morning. and they're going to pretend to like it. And then I've done my job. Yep. The best is, uh, I don't know about you, but our Christmas tradition in my house is like, you do, you wake up super early, you then wait two hours because 
people have to make coffees and like groggy wake, wake up. up. Yeah. Um, and so you basically never had to wake up early to begin with. Then you do all the gifts where people are rotating who's the Santa handing them out because not one person wants to be committed to it the whole time. <laughs> um, and then after you've opened everything, you have a nice little like breather, eat some snacks slash second breakfast. And then Cereal. within that, by that afternoon, it's all right. If you want to return any of this, we're gathering everything up with the coupons and, re- and the receipts. So let's just get this all oh, out that, of the way. That's so then we have an immediate return pile of anything that you were like, eh, I, I don't really want this. That's oddly transparent. I, I, I have inherited my mom's habit of, she used to always, um, whenever somebody would open a gift, she would like be eyeing it up because if she saw a price tag on it, then she'd like run over and like snatch it out of your hands, rip the price tag off and give it back. Like, oh no, I can't, I will never know how much this person cares about me in monetary terms now. (laughs) I mean, I don't like being super obvious about it, but if there's a sticker on it, like whatever, I mean. Who cares? But I, 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 but I'm saying that because I have absolutely developed that. I, I have to just, it's like OCD. I have to rip tags off of things if they have the price on. If I'm giving them to somebody, no, I'm the, I'll keep them on and I'll just be like, look. Hopefully they aren't going to look at this, but I'll keep them <laughs> on because if they're like, if I like, they'll get it. And I'm like, look, I thought you'd like this, but honest to God, if you don't, I have the receipt somewhere. Let me know. I can just give you the money it was worth. Let me run this idea by you. Fake price tags, and you just put an absurd, like an absurd listing on it. What, like, here's a spatula and it was $100? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, you, get somebody, you get somebody a shirt or something and the tag says it was bought at, like, I don't know, some, it's about a Goodwill for, like, $315. And then they just, like, they don't, because they're not going to say anything about the price, right? No, you it's get, Christmas. You get one of those vinyl printers for shirts or whatever, but you get a really small design that's just a logo for a company. So you buy one of those like five dollar Walmart like Muppet with a gun shirts, and then you scrub it and you just put like Louis Gucci. Vuitton or Gucci, and then you put the fake price tag on. And it's like I look, I was amazed when I found this too. But look, it's branded. You gotta it's trust brand it. Brand new, and they're like, "This is a joke," and then you get really offended. Like offended? Are, are you serious right now? Oh my! You know what I don't enjoy though, because they're never really funny enough for the price. Is the like, hey, this is a joke box to wrap your gifts in. And it'll be like, kids first, fire starting kit. And it's like, what? Why? Like, and it's like, you have to spend like $13 on a fake box with a pattern just to wrap your actual gift in because it'll be funny for five seconds. It but tries too hard. That's the problem. That or, I feel like that originated from an actually good joke. And it ruined an actually good joke, which is to put something in a box that it's not for. And then you make these fake, these novelty fake boxes and you're like... Oh, that's, that's funny. The superior method of that is wrapping something as if it's wrapped like something else, but I don't have the talent to do that. No, it's way, that's way too much effort. But like people will be like, look, I made this iPhone and once you do like it a once. basketball, and you're like, whoa, but then you try it, and you're like, I don't know how to make this not a box. Yeah, and once you do it once, it's like, if somebody's expecting it, it kind of, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well. That's why you stick with the classics. Box in a box in a box in a box in a box. Absurdly large bag. They get it, they get so excited when they get the giant box and they save that gift for last because it's the biggest one and it's got to be the best. And then they just keep opening and it's painful. And especially if you do like triple wrapping of tape, then they have to cut through it every time. <laughs> that's, that's, that, now you're going into like evil territory. 
Hey, you gotta make the holiday morning last a little bit longer somehow. Oh, man. I, I, gift card... I don't think gift cards... I don't know what I feel about gift cards. They're great. I love gift cards. Gift cards are great, but not for Christmas, in my mind. That's what I was gonna say. Is they're, they're, I think they're more birthday-centric. They're, u- they're, okay, they're exceptionally more useful than an actual gift 90% of the time. Because you can choose what you want to do with it. Especially if it's like a store or an Amazon card. But, that being said, it's really, there is very little excitement when you just open up a gift card. This uh, th- th- this is like way too close to financial financial information. We are a business and politics podcast after all. I said that ironically and then we were accidentally like absolutely said nothing funny or entertaining or interesting. We are going to get to all the business advice at the end of this by the way. Just keep listening. Listen to the end and you'll hear our uh, stock choices for this week and you will be shocked. I, You'll be shocked where, uh, I where think the stocks are. Charmin toilet paper is. Going Don't up. tell him. <laughs> Don't. Oh, tell I didn't him. say it was going up or down. Oh yeah, so just listen in for Charmin. It might be dropping as number two. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> 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 I know you don't edit, but that that'd was be the, the first perfect, joke. That that'd was be the, the perfect sound effect. That was the first joke of this podcast. <laughs> it's only up from here. <laughs> uh, I have some jokes with me actually um, that I'm gonna that I'm gonna read off. This might be I, a reoccurring. I was fully bit. expecting flashcards to come out of your pocket just then. I'm not gonna lie. I, well, I, I would if I had the effort. No, it's in my notes app. I I have a couple of jokes. Um, I'm not gonna say where I found them. I have a couple of jokes. Uh, here we are. Uh, so you want to you want to you want to hear some jokes? I this don't is think this I have a choice. these are great. These are jokes. <clears throat> there's one thing I learned. If there's one thing I learned as a child, uh, it's that Old McDonald desperately needs better containment protocol for his animals. <laughs> that's that's just like clean observation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah um oh i hope they're anyway, better from here uh uh here you know that yeah i don't know it's not very good let's let's okay no i i like socially relevant jokes okay it's like so here if i don't know if you heard but twitter's under scrutiny right now mm-hmm. uh they following allegations of politically motivated censorship uh-huh it's quite scary the government has so much power over what we see and say online all I have to say is, thank goodness we still have public bathroom stalls. <laughs> you can, you, they can say anything in there. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what, was the, what was the message? What was the message? Uh, please cut this. I know you're not going to edit this, so it doesn't matter. No, I'll, was, no, I'll, was, I'll edit it. If you, if you remind me to bleep it, I'll bleep it. Uh, no, I cannot remember. There was a message in the stall earlier. Um, um, and it was also a brief panic because I had had a drink and I went, Oh, to, it was yesterday. Uh, and I went to the men's room. Um, but there was, the urinal had been removed. And so I had a brief panic, but I was already in there and I was like, let's just get this over with. And I was so scared that I was going to, some woman was going to walk in and I had walked into the wrong bathroom <laughs> that when I walked out, I double checked the sign to be sure, but someone in line had seen me and they probably just thought it was just the strangest situation. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> That's that happens. That's like tell. That's, that's like a that's like a normal thing. It's like you you have a weird paranoia that you went in the wrong bathroom. Well, that's like why that's why when the second you see the urinal, you have that breath of fresh air. You're like, ah, oh, good. Well, not fresh air. Yeah, but. I haven't been tricked or <laughs> something like that. I'm not on an episode of Impractical Jokers where they change the bathroom sign. Oh. 
Or that'll happen to me too if I. That was the cat giving itself CTE again. Uh, that'll happen to me too if I walk into a bathroom that like is like too clean. Then I'll have. Then I'll you be suspicious. suspicious. Then I'll be suspicious because like if especially if it feels like it shouldn't be clean. I'd rather a bathroom too clean than when I walk in and there's pee all over the seat and no one has used that bathroom recently, but it's very clearly recent pee. <laughs> it's old. Oh no, recent pee. Oh, you think old recent pee's pee. Worse. Well, it's I was gonna crusty. say old pee definitely is worse than recent than fresh pee. Yeah, then you know no one's cleaned that thing in. Yeah. yeah. Who knows how long? That's true. And like, in sometimes it like gets discolored. Mm. You're like, man. But on the bright side. um... With the exception of, like, places like Disney that are always crazy, uh, bathrooms are the best place to hear the background music that you don't get to hear normally that's playing in the restaurant. You know, something interesting I found about Disney is they, they recycle the water from the from the taps in the sinks to the water fountains. Did you know that? What? That's true. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, that's a truth. That's a truth. I wouldn't, they... I wouldn't be shocked if they did something like that, but with the caveat <laughs> that it probably goes through like 16 filters. No, six Flags would do that, probably. I don't know if Disney would do that. Disney is the place that literally has some weird magic mechanism that prevents ants from spawning on Disney World property. There's no way that they would just go, yeah, just recycle the water. <laughs> you know, fun fact, you can't get, you can't get like a, a terminal disease at Disney. It's true. What? It's true. How? It's true. Co- it's it's well, a rule. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, here's 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 a here's another joke. You you seen the World Cups going on? You're I know you're a big soccer guy. You're like the biggest. These soccer are weirdly guy. topical. You're the uh, biggest soccer guy I know. Oh no, that's what we're all about. We're topical. This isn't topical of news. It's just slightly news related. If there's jokes. one thing, if there's one thing that you want in your piece of content or media or whatever, you want to be able to date it. Hmm. So. And the World Cup's every year, so they'll never really know. Yeah. <laughs> and Twitter's always under fire, uh, no, so they'll I never this, really know. I thought the World Cup was every year. I'm not going to lie. I watch soccer very... Oh, no. Very don't tell me it's It's not. every four years. Like the Olympics? Yes. Oh, like the every other Olympics? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's... I think it might be perfectly staggered, but I, I don't know. I sound like an idiot right now, but it is every four years. I am not a sports guy, so I'm a little embarrassed I am I a sports that so brazenly confident. No, I am a sports guy, and I just realized it the other day, because... Yeah, I, I I did not realize it was every four years. I feel like a, a, a doofus. But I also just feel like even though it's every two years, and maybe this is just time dilation, mm. but it feels like every year the Olympic rolls around and people are obsessed oh, yeah. with it. And then I tune in for like two of the games and then never watch anything else. But it kind of got screwed up because they 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 like pushed off a year because of the the big disease that would happen. Yeah, but didn't they course correct that pretty easily? Yeah, but it was just one year where there was a three year gap. I mm. think so. Uh, Anyway, it was the World Cup. Speaking of the World Cup. All right, back to Speaking the Speaking of the World Cup. Back to the joke. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Messi? Messi? The, the soccer player? Mm-mm. So, the, he's a very good soccer player. He he recently scored his unprecedented 750th goal on the professional stage. Uh, that's great and all, but would we be talking like this about him if he was a notorious serial killer? <laughs> That's just one of those Airbnb serial killers. Just something to chew on. Just something to chew on. I think we'd absolutely be talking about more <laughs> if he had been on his 750th kill as a serial killer. That's true. There are serial killers that get so many podcasts talked about them and they kill like, what, 12 people? I just think it's unfair that this guy is considered a great athlete and everybody looks up to him, but if you change one thing about his life, you just, like if he's a notorious serial killer, then... Suddenly he won't get all that praise. Well, maybe we go something a little less drastic. I call that social hypocrisy is what I call it. Let's go like 750 goals or like 750 like 
accounts balanced or something like that. And then there you go. Now no one is going to care about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, here, this one actually, this one actually, I'm going to have, uh, this one I want you to read. Oh, no. So I'm going to copy it and I'm going to text it to you. Oh, my ringtone's not on. Let's mute that real quick. <laughs> Nick, what in the world? You also just handed me the phone that you've got right there. Unless you're no, trying to hide the other jokes. I'm not hiding the other jokes. You're not going to read them. The next one's like a paragraph long. Oh, man. What do we but got? It's all, it's all, yeah. Okay, okay. <clears throat> all right, ready? Yeah, okay, let's hear it. All right, what is the dip? Wait, you already know the joke, too. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've never heard this joke. Really? Really? The one you sent me? Yeah. Okay. What is the difference between a common housefly and a person who eats knitted winter accessories? I don't know. What is, what is the difference? One scarf's poop, and the other poop's scarf's. Oh, man. That's he clever. He wanted me to add on that this one sucks. Oh, I forgot I sent... Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a note to myself. That's a good one. Where did you find these? Just some uh, 100 jokes a day site? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> all right, here, I got one more. This, 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 this one make, These this, were actually off the top of his head. This will make up... <laughs> That's not true. It came to me in a dream. Divinely inspired. <laughs> Divinely inspired comedy, yes. That's an untapped, untapped into genre. Divine comedy? D- yeah, divine. Wait. <laughs> um, Just imagine some church was like, we have a guest star coming in today. I'm like, I had a vision. It's the heavenly comedian. What is the difference between a fly? <laughs> and the church just goes silent and then one person... What? <laughs> I think that was Jerry Seinfeld. I think Jerry Seinfeld was divinely inspired. <laughs> I think he said that one time in Comedians in Cars Getting Coffees. He's like, I... It's like They said, what do you do... I think it was Obama. He was like, what do you do to get ready for your comedy shows? And he's like, oh, I fast for 40 days and go out in the desert. You remember that? No, no, I'll not see, at all. I'll send you that later. <laughs> all right, this year, this year, uh, a multi-state salmonella outbreak hospitalized 27 people, and even killed one person. You know that? Oh, no. That's, that's, that's true. According to the CDC, the salmonella bacteria causes about uh, 1.35 million infections, 26,500 hospitalizations, and 420 deaths in the United States every year. Mm. Um, I guess the question I want to ask is this. When will these hicks finally learn to stop having unprotected sex with chickens. Oh. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. How many people in this joke section alone have we managed to offend? I think we offended accountants when we I fe- said that none of their work matters. Uh, <laughs> no, we offended accountants when we said that... Did we relate them to serial killer? No. We said, yeah, we said that none of their work mattered compared to a guy kicking a ball into a... Into a net. Yeah, but apparently we also said none of the killings of a serial killer matter either because we said who talked about it at seven fifty. I think we implied. <laughs> I think we implied that if a serial, if a if an account was a serial killer, it would affect their career less than if a soccer player was a serial killer. I'd have. To I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to it, which I'm not going to do. No, there are historical events in history books where only like couple dozen people die and that's considered a major massacre <laughs> 750 that's, by one guy would be historic i had <laughs> yeah well yeah like one guy single-handedly i suppose and i'm assuming being a serial killer he's not doing them all in one big go he's doing it methodically over years you know who i heard killed like 200 people with his bare hands hmm. 
George W. Bush. Do you know that? Oh my god, don't. <laughs> and this is the politics part once again. <laughs> Looping it all back in. We told you we'd get back That's to true. it. That's a true story. <laughs> I was there. No, I wasn't there. That's ridiculous. I read an article. Um, anyway. Uh, I was present, but it was one was of those uh, uh, when they're like, where were you? And I was like, I was semi-conscious as an infant somewhere. Do you have a moment, do you have a moment that you like, I remember when I, where I was when this happened? Like, something yeah. majorly historic? Or just like, like, in just, general? Just, just, an, just an odd thing where you, you can look back at your life and be like, when this happened, I kind of remember where I was, and you, you know, maybe it was significant. I don't know. I mean, I remember where I was when the whole Notre Dame burning down thing happened because well, that well, hold on, I'm, I'm talking about like as a child. Oh, that was like that oh. was like three years ago. <laughs> My memory is garbage, man. <laughs> that's true. I don't that's think you're gonna true. get much that's as a true. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of any major historical events that I was around for that I actually acknowledged when I was a kid. Um, I think we were a little bit too young for 9/11 to mean too much. At yeah, no, we were like barely conscious. 2001. <laughs> 2001? I was what? Like, that was a great year. <laughs> 9-11? No. Uh, yeah, no. I, I remember I remember shortly after 9-11. I remember vaguely being in an airport and thinking, man, airports are awesome because there's a bunch of guys with guns. Yeah, I... I honestly, that very carried vague. over. There was, there was something that happened when I uh, took a trip overseas and um, something had happened like in that country semi-recently. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of terrifying, actually, to like see like fully armed SWAT members, like whatever their version of the SWAT was, like full like bulletproof armor and massive weapons in their hands with like the attack dogs around them. And I was just like, I don't have anything to hide, but now I am suddenly worried that I might. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. Like the snow globe in my backpack. I hope that's not considered a lethal weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't like accidentally walk under a drain pipe and it, like a baggie of cocaine fell into my hoodie or something <laughs> what's this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the paranoia the paranoia of accidentally doing something illegal man that we're such losers for like there are people who actually do illegal things growing up and then they're like like and we were paranoid of like accidentally doing something i'm one of those people that if i walk into a store and look at stuff but don't buy anything and i walk out i'm just like i'm like acting normal rather than just being normal i'm like <laughs> Please don't pay attention to me. I, I please stop. You're like trying to be inconspicuous when you genuinely are inconspicuous. I, I literally broke no law. I did almost exactly what they wanted me to do. I came in and looked at the products, but it just feels suspicious. Especially, especially if I like start walking out and I'm comfortably like just casually walking with my hands in my pockets, I'll yank them out rapidly to be like, look, guys, I, I'm, I swear I'm not... I, there's nothing stuffed in there that isn't supposed to be. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's so... Those are like... Oh, man. That, that is a shared, shared consciousness moment. Mm-hmm. It would not be hard as a society to steal most things from a store because there are a lot of oh stealing there is are, so easy there are a lot of like. things that are relatively pocket sized or close enough to it that you could slip out that don't have those little sensor tags on them but even if they have the sensor tags on them but, they're not tracking devices they just make a siren go off right mm. yeah but then if you're trying to st- steal it and someone goes hey what's that and you pull an iPhone out of your waistband people are going to realize what <laughs> you were trying to do but, well that's what you just take off Apparently, uh, um, apparently some stores, you know, when they actually care about the product being taken, they can, like, they'll go through the security footage 
to oh, figure out find the your day face. that it's missing, and they'll watch that area, and then they'll see, you know, you go, mm. whoop, and slip it in your shirt, and then they'll be like, ah, that's the guy, and then they'll, I don't know. Oh, Those cameras aren't good, so I don't know how they run face ID or whatever, but. That's another thing I do. If I see a security camera, I'd like try to act inconspicuous i'm like i i don't want to look directly at the security camera but i'm just i'm just like my hands start sweating a little bit also i don't know how they work 100 percent. so just the sheer presence of one <laughs> um there's a dome one in uh the laundry room near us uh the like the laundromat um but i swear it's not plugged in because there's a loose cable dangling there <laughs> but even just the mere presence of it being there has me terrified to try and like break the system <laughs> oh man i love Man, I love going to uh, somebody's house and they have an unplugged fire alarm. For some reason, that's like a signal that, that like, this is going to be cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, I mean, now that I think about it, it's probably because they're, like, smoking inside. I can't believe I've never thought about that before. I don't know. I've, I've created a lot a direct of smoke correlation. in the kitchens. Uh, my cooking oh, yeah, talent definitely. is notoriously bad. Um, but, like, there are a lot of times we, we had to install a smoke alarm by our kitchen in this place because they didn't come with one. Um, <laughs> How is that legal? There's I don't not, know. There's no way that's legal. I, I There's one in uh, the back bedrooms far away from the kitchen, um, and there's one in a hallway by the bathroom, but there's nothing where the kitchen is. So you put up a fire alarm in the kitchen on purpose? We had to, and it has been actually more annoying than helpful because uh, it's only helped us with, uh, actually, no, the one fire we caused in the kitchen, it never went off. You're like the one person on earth that is like, you know what, the, you know what, I want the fire alarm, I want there to be a fire alarm in my kitchen where there is none already. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, Everybody else moves it. What sucks is we always have to like rip it off the wall and turn it off because it will go off and we're like... I'm just, we're like, you're like cooking a steak on the stovetop and it just keeps steaming and smoking and then it'll cause the fire alarm to go off. But the one time we had an actual fire in the oven, the thing that caught us was our eyes started slightly burning and we're like, what smells like smoke? And I slightly turned to look where the kitchen was and I noticed a glowing orange light off the wall and that's what triggered me to go run for the kitchen. It was not the fire alarm oh going gosh. off. That thing, by the time it would have went off, that, that kitchen would have actually been in flames <laughs> that's awful the worst not only did you put a fire alarm up in your kitchen it's the worst fire alarm in it's the like a sim of style fire alarm. fire alarm it takes till the actual thing is literally a bonfire before it starts activating <laughs> or if you're cooking something yeah or if you're just cooking a basic meal on the stove top. Oh, sims is a sims was a good game there's this great youtuber um no free no free ads you can talk about people you watch on YouTube. No free. <laughs> All right. For people in the know, there is a great streamer. He has it. millions of uh, viewers and stuff, so I'm sure people who know him know. Yeah. Um, he's a Scottish or Irish guy. Oh, mm. God. I'm going to offend a lot of people who like him. When... Irish, thank you. Um, is she just sitting outside the door? Listening? Probably. It... The cat won't stop meowing. <laughs> <laughs> the, cat, the cat problem? The cat went from yeah, banging but... down the door to desperately clawing. Infestation of one. Um, but he's great. He's, he's this Irish uh, streamer, and he does Sims videos, and they are absolutely hysterical. Mm. They have taught me everything I know about The Sims, and he actually plays The Sims in, like, wrong. And, but it's all I know. His go-to is trapping people in basements is there and experimenting correct, on them. Is there a correct way to play it? Probably not the way he does it. If you play <laughs> The Sims correctly, you're, a, like, a sociopath, right? Well, that's one of those things where, like... Uh, um, Total side note, but all the people who are like anti simulation theory, which I'm also, but I don't, I'm not anti simulation theory for this reason. I like, but there's the idea that, like, well, why would this advanced race even be playing a game that is just reality, right? But then 
here we are playing Sims, which is just a slightly goofy version of reality. If that's true, if the simulation theory is true, that means this reality we're in right now is apparently more goofy than whatever the true reality is, and that is a bummer. That, that's a good point. That I, is I, a big I, bummer. I like the idea. You're anti. When I when I heard you say anti simulation theory, it made me think that like not that you didn't believe in it, but that you were like <laughs> fervently against it. You just believed in the anti simulation. <laughs> like, down with simulation theory. No more simulation theory. <laughs> We're sick and tired of... The problem is that space. all these people are pushing simulation theory in our schools. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That'd be more entertaining than, simulation like, your theory. basic history class. To be like, all right, class, today we're going to look at all the evidence that proves you are not real. <laughs> I think that's just college-level physics. College-level... Maybe so. Physics seems cool. Well, that's when you get to the whole none of your atoms are technically touching and you're just made up of quarks. Uh, and at that point, you're like, oh, who am I? And that's when you get an existential crisis. It's, I, I, I tried to... Exp I mean, I love watching those videos of, you know, people talking about quantum physics and stuff like that. I'm not going to pretend like I understand all of it, but for some reason, it's like some people listen to that and their head hurts. But I listen to it and it's like weirdly relaxing. I don't know. It's, but the it's whole, too far outside my realm of comprehension that I like. I can't even try to follow what they're saying. The whole idea of like... Things that are smaller than a light wave don't exist in space. Mm. Really, they, they more exist in, like, they, the, 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 they exist in a state of probability. Yeah. They don't exist in, like, a necessarily, like, a classic state of matter. Mm. Bigger than that. That, that, that's cool to me. Um, anyway, that's nerd talk, though. Um, we got to get to the business <laughs> politics at some point. <laughs> this has been the longest talk, tangent in the world. We can talk about we can talk about the name for this podcast. That'll be a good one. I feel like it has to do with uh, just the eventual promise of business and politics that will never come. <laughs> well, that <laughs> I'm just imagining we get a whole bunch of like high level CEOs in here that are just like, oh, cool, they're gonna talk about the. They're going to talk about this week's stocks, and we it's could, just we, this for 40 that's minutes. A great idea. On this that's a great score. idea. We call, it like, we call it, like, insider trading or something. <laughs> no, uh, then the government's going to be breathing down our neck. No, uh, I, I liked the idea of calling it the Jack Brown Show. That was one of my options. And then we could just never have Jack Brown on the show. We never did, are we going to even discuss who Jack Brown is in relation? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll have him on. We'll have him on sometime. Oh he's, he's, the, he's the most interesting man. That's going to be the penultimate like 100th episode guest. And then we have to rename the podcast because it's all peaked from there. We, we can occasionally have like a segment of some weird factoid about Jack Brown to, to build up this lore. I like the idea of building up... Uh, everybody who's going to listen to this already is going to know who Jack Brown is, but... I mean, if anyone's going to listen to this, Jack Brown is allegedly a person. Anyway, tune in next week. <laughs> <And that's it. laughs> uh, uh, We're just going to start seeing the fan wikis slowly being expanded <laughs> week by week. Did somebody, somebody try to make a fan wiki for our last failed bad podcast? Someone made a bad fan wiki about me back in high school. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yep, yep. They photoshopped me very poorly on a very ripped muscular body. <laughs> and there was some lore and at least three web pages on the wiki. <laughs> Between that one, there was uh, somebody photoshopped a picture of Jack on 
a dad's body with a mustache. Oh, I did all, on the, a all the Jack photoshops for me. I, <laughs> and then you I photoshopped his face onto a, like a cartoon we're, turd. We're talking <laughs> MS Paint uh, high school talent tier. Um, Those are so beautiful, though. The best one was just a head that I don't even think I like cleared the background of, so it was just a big square <laughs> on top of a squiggly brown line. <laughs> <laughs> a turd. I've, that's a, I've seen that clip art elsewhere. Every time I see it, I think of... No, that, that picture of Jack Brown's head on a baby... As super concerning. Oh, it, yeah, there's a lot. I had to dig up a, a old, like, middle school photo of him and then use the high school photo of him for the dad because I was like, I have to show at least some age difference here. Man, one of my... I love, I love old yearbooks. I love old yearbooks. One of my yearbooks, I don't remember it was from, I think it was, like, sixth grade. If you open it up, my picture has, like, torn out, kind of. And it's because... I was signing people's yearbooks and then somebody gave me my yearbook and I signed it and I was so embarrassed about it. I tried to like, <laughs> I tried to like rub the ink off with my finger, but then I was sweating and so it just tore up. <laughs> piece of that, that's kind of the place I was in sixth grade. Uh, uh, sixth grade was the year, I don't know, maybe people still do this in middle school, but hags was just everything. Everyone signed Oh my gosh, hags. I forgot about hags, yeah. And it was, that was it. Um, and I'm hoping that's still a thing. Otherwise, if no. if we manage to get past a, uh, an R-rated podcast with that one reference that no. we made earlier, um, and any kids are listening, I would love to know if hags is a thing that still happens. Kids aren't kids anymore. No, they're probably... All middle schoolers are like cooler. They're probably making TikTok references. They're all the like book. grittying. Oh, God, that sounded so old. TikTok <laughs> <laughs> mm, Yes. They're all like doing dope stuff. Anyway. Dot, dot, dot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disconnected. I'm so, I'm so unconnected. I should I should talk. Some of my sisters-in-laws are around that age, and sometimes I try to ask what's going on. You've got the insider knowledge. No, they don't, they don't think insider I'm, training, they don't think I'm cool, though, and I don't understand what comes out of their mouth. And I'm not sure that they're cool. Hmm. So, I don't know. Is any middle schooler really cool, though? Like, no. actually? No. Well, the coolest middle schoolers... When you get to high school or above and you look back and see someone who is exactly like the cool middle schooler, they're so cringy. Yeah, if you get, if you are a cool middle schooler, then that's your peak. Then it goes downhill. It's gotta be. Unless you somehow manage to carry it through high school and by some stroke of luck into college, but that would take a insane amount of luck and work to stay that popular for all three forms of school. Middle school. Terrible. Terrible. Now, here's a question. Um, for you, did you ever pee your pants or poop your pants in school? In school? Yeah. No. Well, you, statistically, that's impressive, it seems like. We're in school from the age of, like, five. No, no, no. We had, uh, all the bathrooms were within, like, like a relatively short walk of most of the classrooms. It wasn't until high school where you actually had to go, like, halfway across the school to reach a bathroom, and even then... Uh, hopefully you can hold your bladder by the time you're in high school. <laughs> apologies to anyone out there who can't. Yeah, no, 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 no apologies. If you feed your pants in school, you're a loser. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I was in first grade, I think, and uh, the music teacher didn't like how I, uh, maybe I talked in class or kept mm. asking to the bathroom. And one day she just didn't let me go to the bathroom. Oh. And I definitely peed my pants in class. Uh, that stuck with me forever. Well, it didn't help. The school I went to had uniforms, and the, oh, the yeah. default pant color was beige. So you could yeah. not oh, pee yeah. your khaki. pants, or people would notice. Oh, I know. I, I can. It was khaki shorts. I was wearing khaki shorts, maybe a maroon collared shirt. 
Uh, I remember the, those those chairs were like plastic and were kind of like dipped down. Uh-huh. You know, the blue yep. plastic chairs. Yeah, if you peeked and your pants in those, it was like a, it was puddle, a puddle. And was, you would have to get new pants. It was puddle. It was terrible. I don't know how I went back to school. I must have had a short memory, but uh, I, I don't remember what I had for lunch two days ago. I remember that time I peed my pants in first grade. Memory's weird like that. That's, yeah. Someone will ask me something very critically important, and I will not be able to remember, but for some reason, <laughs> just like joke someone made you in eighth it? grade is like permanently imprinted in this thing. Oh, man. And some of them. I wish I could remember funny stuff. I wish I could remember funny stuff. That would, that would be the key. Uh, I don't know. I like the memories where someone will go, hey, do you remember this thing? And you're like, not a clue what you're talking about. And then they just <laughs> describe it slightly better. And you're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, but I'm not sure if I'm being gaslit or if that's an actual memory. <laughs> yeah. You get to a point where you're like, remember when this happened? And then somebody is like, no, you just heard that story. And then you accidentally gaslight yourself because you have terrible memories. Well, well, then there's also the thing where your memories, at least the current major theory, is like you're not remembering the event, you're just remembering the most recent memory of the event, and you're constantly restructuring it based on your previous memory of it. So you're never, according to the theory, you're never remembering the first time. Like, let's say you saw someone pee their pants and then fall over. You're never going to remember that after that first time you recollect it. The next time you're just recollecting the recollection, and the one after that you're recollecting the most recent recollection. Nah, so nah. memories alter and change unless you just have like a really good memory. That sucks. I don't like that idea. And that's how I think I gaslight a lot of memories into my brain. That means like when you look at a picture, not remembering the picture, look, remembering the last time you looked at the picture? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, yeah, we'll cut that whole part. <laughs> Too existential. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Has nothing to do with politics or business. Mm-hmm. Cut it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. if we just record this whole podcast and then we just edit everything that has no correlation of business or politics out? So it's just random jumps of like 30 second bits <laughs> and then it just cuts to something <laughs> entirely different. <laughs> what if we edit it so it's just the times when we're taking breaths in? Oh, an absolute 20 minute nightmare. <laughs> an, assault, just... an assault on the senses. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Oh, I got to cover this? <laughs> Good luck. Oh man! Oh, your your girlfriend's laying on the floor. <laughs> you having fun in there yet? And we have a guest star on. This is the portion of the show where I come in and tell you that middle schoolers are absolutely not cool, but they do still use hags. This is coming from the perspective of a teacher who is presently teaching middle schoolers, so yes. you can trust her on this. Yes, I'm a verified source. So, uh, what are they signing on, on top of hags? Anything new? Um, sometimes they write the number 69. Um, oh, you know, man, the that's sex starting number. younger and younger. Yeah. Um, sometimes they write boobies and um, they spell it wrong. Um, <laughs> I really hope the mic is muting the, the, the sync sound in the background. Yeah. Um, so, 69 boobies. No girls! Sometimes, no girls! No, no! Indy, we have to go! No girls! Cooties, cooties, cooties! <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she did we did get some insider knowledge on middle school yearbooks though uh, unfortunately it was getting good when you had come in and cut it off <laughs> the worst part of this podcast no the most informative part that people actually are going to want to know just got no! cut off people, nobody should want to listen to this we sometimes slip information in here oh uh, yeah, no, yeah 
Absolutely. I mean, it's happened a couple times so far, so let's assume it's going to continue in the future. Yeah, we'll put it. <laughs> we'll put all our sources in the description of all like the studies and stuff. Mm. You think there's like a limit of copyright material we can just steal from actual informative podcasts and just slip it in? Just be like, all right, and then here's our bit from our other co-host, and we just swipe it from some other guy. <laughs> but we only here, take like 25 seconds because you can't go above that. And here's the message from the President of the United States. <laughs> like slip in like a... Some sort of one of those Joe Biden edits. <laughs> Joe Biden <laughs> soda. <laughs> Incredible. I say what you will about Joe Joe Biden. <laughs> this is the politics part. That's coming it. Back in. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Say what you will about Joe Biden. That's it. And that's the politics, everyone. Yeah. We've covered business politics. I don't know what else there is in this show. Um. Yeah. Jokes. Yeah, the jokes. Um, yeah, no, I I definitely like it. I I like this as a start. Uh, it's loose. It's free. It's got some kind of free. flow to it. <laughs> no, no, it's got no flow. <laughs> oh no! See, now we're doing the worst. The worst thing. The pet peeve of 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 mine when it comes to podcasts is when podcasts talk about podcasts. Mm, well, I'll let you continue that for a second. Are you going to the bathroom? You can wrap if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 ah! No! Ah!